Welcome to Why Though. We're your hosts, Tiffany Bloom and Ashley Abercrombie. We land somewhere in between Mother Teresa and Biggie Smalls, and we're just wondering, why though? We all have questions, from our existential crisis curiosities to our, hey girl, why your eyebrows look so good though? And we want to tackle all of those questions with you. Hello, hello, hello. Thanks for joining us on Why Though. I'm Tiffany with my co-host Ashley, and today we are talking about your weaknesses. Now, I know what you're thinking. You're like, mm, thank you, next. We are not going to be talking about this while I do my laundry or while I'm on the treadmill at the gym. That is not <laughs> self-care as I listen to the Why Though podcast. But stay with me. Stay with me. We're going to have a real good time. And I promise you, you will walk away after these 25 minutes with a good idea of how you can process through your weaknesses and really understand how they are crippling you in your life, how they are setting you back in your pursuit of your dreams, all those good things that you need. But to kick us off, we are first going to talk about our strengths because everybody likes talking about what they're good at, right, Ashley? Love talking about that. (laughs) Oh, well, in my upcoming book, She Dreams, that comes out February 5th, I have a whole chapter on weaknesses, and I title it, Get Your Head Out of the Sand, because so many of us ignore our weaknesses and often chalk them up to character quirks, or this is just the way I am, and really, they are debilitating in ways that we do not give them credit for. Yeah. But the fun part about... Anytime we even think about our weaknesses, we often think about our strengths. And any test you take, whether it be a BuzzFeed quiz or Myers-Briggs or (laughs) even the Enneagram disc profile, whatever it may be, they all focus on your strengths. What do you get at? What do you bring to the table? And we never want to talk about the dark side, but really our strengths are often so tightly correlated to our weaknesses where we are strong if you swing the pendulum perhaps that's our weakness so but first let's talk about our strengths ashley where where do you fall on the enneagram i don't know why we haven't talked about this before by the way i really should know these right since we work in such a close manner but tell me what are you on the enneagram well first of all i love the enneagram if you have not read sacred enneagram that's the book i would recommend to you because now Enneagram is all the rage, but it's this ancient practice, and I think that is one of the best books I've read. I am an eight with a nine wing on the Enneagram. Tell us about an eight with a nine wing on the Enneagram. Okay, so the eight, um, Mother Teresa is an eight, which is very fun. (gasps) fancy girl. I know. Um, Many people think she's a two, but in reality, her capacity to just get stuff done, um, even though she has this sort of mercy heart, is probably what made her an eight. Anywho, that's what the experts say. I don't know. But the eight is the challenger on the Enneagram. It is also the person on the Enneagram who would stand up to bullies <laughs> and this advocate is for so others. You. Mm-hmm. This is you a person who needs 100%, who needs autonomy to be able to work, who needs free freedom to be able to work. Um, and then the nine is also a person of peace. Um, so that's mm-hmm. good, a person who will fight for fee- for peace. So that kind of balances out my challenger. Because I was like, how can I be this? As I was reading the eight, just, you know, if you read something on Instagram versus if you actually dive fully into the Enneagram. But I'm like, how can I be an, an eight? Because I do have such a strong mercy gift. But then it started to make sense when I have a nine wing. And if you have okay. no idea what we're talking about, it's okay. Go get a quiz online. It's very fun. It's really fun. <laughs> there really are some great resources. There I think, are. I think the Enneagram has been most helpful because 
It's mm-hmm. so different from other assessments yes. because it gives you a healthy version of what you're like when you're doing your best. Yes. It gives an unhealthy version so you can kind of see what does a healthy version of you look like? What is What would that perform like? Um, which is really helpful. I am a three on the Enneagram, probably no surprise, uh, surprise. achiever. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I like to get stuff done. And if you have been on Instagram and seen Enneagram and coffee, this Instagram account that just posts various things that your profile or your number might like, enjoy, prefer, it's been really fun. And the other day, my husband sent me one and it said, if you're an Enneagram three, you probably are a CEO or in charge in some capacity, you will get stuff done, Mm -hmm. you love leading people, you enjoy creating, you you always see the long term, you've got vision for what's ahead, and and you actually have a plan of how it's going to get done. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's me to a T. That's it, totally. um, I don't know my wing. I don't know my wings. I bet it's a two. That's my my thought. Cause really, the two, I, isn't the two a helper? I'm not saying I'm not a helper. I'm but just you saying. are very servant-hearted. Mm. Um, so That's yeah, true. and I'd be yeah. surprised if you were a four wing. You'd be surprised. Uh huh. What's a four wing? So the four wing tends to well, we we don't need to get off into it. Read it on read it on your coffee thing. But I think you're a three with a no. Two you wing. need to tell me. You just pulled me all <laughs> up in well, the my four, interested way. Okay, so the four tends to be very um, led by emotions, which is not a bad thing at all. But definitely is a feeler. Can absolutely fill out situations and rooms, which I do oh, think obviously your gift discernment would play into this as well. But mm, yeah, I'm probably the two then. Let's I think so too. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Oh, fun. Well, all that to say. We take all of these tests and we're like, we're awesome. We are organized or we are a lion, otter, golden retriever, beaver, whatever the case may be. <laughs> and even the fun ones like, oh, I'm a Disney princess. I'm Mulan. I like to be I like to be in charge and pursue what seems impossible. All of these things. We have all of these assessments and we feel great. But if we don't have a firm grasp on our weaknesses, we really can lack self-awareness where we need it most. And I, I would never admit to being the most in line with details. I have big picture, but details can sometimes sink my ship. Hmm. And they can really keep me from being all that I can be. For example, I had my son's preschool paperwork that was due last January on my desk mid-April. Mid-April, still ask them to keep holding the spot until I turned it in because, you know, you need to go to the doctor and get it signed off on this and you need to go get this and you need to go get this and you need to turn it in between the hours of eight and two, you know, all of these things that you do. And I'm like, oh, I just need to get to that. I need to get to that. Or maybe you're the kind of person you open your kitchen pantry and everything just falls out because you've just thrown it in there and you're like, oh, I need to get to that or oh, that just drives me crazy or or things have piled up or perhaps you are, are... so in the moment with people that you don't keep track of time and you relate to the next thing or you love to be in groups but you can't really focus in on one person and make them feel seen known heard respected you know there's all these things that we can be great at things but there's also these areas that if we if we don't see how they trip us up then uh, we can often be misunderstood yes Um, when it's truly just a weakness in an air, we're not trying to be snobby. We're not trying to be lazy. We just really struggle. Like we're truly on struggle street in areas of our lives. And then I think the other part of this is an overuse of our strengths because we want to operate in our strengths 
can easily become a weakness. And I'm not saying spend your time on improving your weaknesses. That's not our point today. Right. Our That's point, sort of impossible anyway. It is impossible. <laughs> We're saying be aware. See yes, how they have it. played a role in your life. Yeah. Yep. Because you you long to live a life of harmony and we we are encouraging you to pursue your dreams and operate in your strengths, but truly you want to know where they trip you up. So let's talk about first, Ashley, how overuse of strength can often become a weakness. I think a great example of that is overworking. You know, we love yes. our work, we're passionate, yeah. but then we are neglecting our other commitments because we're willing to work, 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 work. And then we are neglecting the people around us. So talk about how that can really sabotage in the long run mm-hmm. if we let that strength meander into the weakness camp. Yeah, I, I think, I'm, I guess if you're asking me personally, I mean, one of the things I'm deeply committed to as a person, um, which is also true of the eight on the Enneagram, but I'm deeply committed to truth. And mm-hmm. so part of what makes that a weakness is that sometimes I don't choose right place, right way. And so sometimes the truth comes out in a tone that is absolutely intolerable. (laughs) Or sometimes Mm. the truth will come out at a place or at a time that just makes no sense for the other person to be able to connect and receive. Um, And because I can be ultimately um, dominated by truth, I'm not always as deeply committed to relationship. Um, And so what I mean by that, because I am a very relational person, but at the same time, the truth in a moment can overtake the relationship. So I want to just share what the truth is versus being able to relate to a person, converse with the person. I've grown tremendously in this over the years because I recognize that it's a weakness but being so committed to truth that you don't know when to say it um and even if you look at our uh you know how things have gone in the country the last couple of years you know people are just shouting all the time like they're screaming on social media they are telling people their opinions at all times but it's like what are you really getting done you know great that you think that's the truth or great that you're out there shouting the truth but you haven't built a bridge to anybody else so that people can actually walk in that truth so what is the point of you shouting and sharing and i think personally i've had to grow in that over the years and then the other side of that weakness for me is that it's easier for me to tell the truth in in public spaces or in groups but when it comes to my most intimate deep abiding relationships it's much harder for me to share with the person something that may have hurt me or something Mm -hmm. that bothers me so i really really struggle with that Um, again I've grown in that over the years but for me those are those are a couple of my blind spots that hinder me from leading that hinder me from um, building uh, deeper relationships that hinder me from building bridges if I'm not careful to watch them what a beautiful example thank you for sharing that Mm -hmm. I think one of mine as a three on the Enneagram and this isn't all about the Enneagram by the way we're no experts Mm -hmm. on it there are experts no we are not go talk to them yes please Um, but uh, be when you are striving to achieve, which is totally how I'm wired, uh, not in a self-glorifying self, self uh, way, but just that's how I'm built, how yeah. I'm wired. Yep. I think the the weak side of that, when I'm not operating in love and in the fruit of the Spirit, quite frankly, is to see people as mere stepping stones to get where I'm going Mm. or they only exist to advance my agenda and that can be and I'm not saying operate in that but I always have to remember relationship 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 how is this a blessing to each other how is this how are we seeing everybody win um and really ensuring that everyone feels loved and seen and heard and known I think in my heart to achieve sometimes I can put uh I wouldn't say in the same way relationship on the back burner but I think um, for example, if I'm 
chatting with somebody on my team or even my assistant. I like to do business and then be like, oh, how's your kids? Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> I don't mm-hmm. lead with that. Mm-hmm. And 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 we've had those conversations and she's and she's pretty direct as as I am. And so it's really worked out well. But I I had to come to realize like, oh, gentleness. Let your gentleness yeah. be evident to all scripture says. And so always ensuring that I'm not bulldozing in the name of achievement. I love because that. Because at the end of the day, this is about loving people. Right. Um, so that's so insightful, though. I mean, I think that takes a lot of courage and guts to even say that. And so how did you arrive to that place where you're like, you know what, people are not stepping stones and I'm not going to use them to advance my agenda, which are those are very strong words that not not many leaders would admit or even talk about that. So how did you get there? <laughs> how did I get there? I think that... To be really honest, I'd seen it done so much. Mm. I'd seen leaders abuse their position and power and yeah. bulldoze, manipulate, yeah. and step on people to get where they wanted to go. And you were only valuable to them if you helped make their plan or agenda come to pass. Yeah. That was your only use. No other... No other use to them. You, your gifts and skills and abilities only existed for them, not yeah. because you were a human being in the image of God with ideas and dreams of your own. Those weren't celebrated. Mm. It was merely transactional, not yes. transformational. So yes. that's honestly where <laughs> uh, my heart for serving people came from. And honestly, just to be vulnerable, I think even in feedback and annual reviews of just, hey, you know, gentleness, gentleness, gentleness. Hmm. You're very direct. And part of me feels like if I was a man, I would not have had that conversation. 100%. Yes. <laughs> so I really did take it with a grain of salt. Yes. And I had, you know, in the in the same teams I was on, I'd seen men operate in the exact same way I had in their leader position and they didn't get any flack for it. But if yep. I was direct, not in a not in a cold way, by the way. I'm not saying I was cold, but direct. I'm I very, totally it's get just it. my personality. Yeah. Absolutely. And uh, seen as icy. And yeah. I'm like, no, no, I'm not trying to be frigid. I totally. am just direct. And um, I do have emotions and I do have feelings and I do care. So yes. making sure that my gentleness is evident to all. And that's honestly something that I took not just from work, but I was like, nope, I take this. I take this. I receive this. And really have longed to apply that in my family, to my friends, um, and to the teams I lead and, and any work I do to really ensure that does this person feel loved? Does this person feel seen? Does this person feel heard and known? Or do they feel like they exist because I need them for something I'm trying to accomplish? I never want anyone to feel like that. And I think especially because I do have my hands in so many things. You know, we are both podcasters. We're both authors. Yep. uh, We're both in ministry, um, in a leadership capacity, we're doing all kinds of things. We both travel and speak. Yeah. So I never want anyone to feel like they're there because I need them. They're there because they're they have their own dreams and yeah. ideas and gifts and, and talents. So Yes. I love that's that. where that came Thank from. Thank you for sharing. I knew I threw you a curveball, but I'm like, that's really powerful. And I think so many leaders listening or people who have been affected by that exact type of leadership probably really appreciated what you shared. Oh, thank you for asking. I don't know that I would have offered that up voluntarily. <laughs> um, I think that in our weaknesses, that is a great segue because we have to be willing to hear feedback. Totally. Right? Oh, that's I, so huge. Yeah. <laughs> and I think the the greatest place we can go, honestly, is our friends who we trust. Can yes. we? It's people who we can handle their feedback. <laughs> go to right. somebody that is not going to 
you know, leave you in the fetal position for days on end. But go to people that you love, that you trust, maybe a mentor who knows you well, and ask, say, in love, can you can you point out some weaknesses that I could be working on? And I know that that is a major self-help move, and we're that's not really our how we operate on why though. But I'm telling you right now, you will be so better for it. Yes. You will you'll be so better for it. Our weaknesses really are crippling. And we're just as Ashley called them, instead of weaknesses, she called them blind spots. Mm-hmm. And they are. We are blind to those things that are deterring us from living the life that we were created for. So uh, really, really asking for that insight from somebody you trust. And there's a quick proverb that um, I'd like to share. Proverbs 2, 1 says, My child, listen to what I say and treasure my commands. Turn your ears to wisdom and concentrate on understanding. Cry out for insight and ask for understanding. Search for them as you would for silver. Seek them like hidden treasures. So just this idea that wisdom is is to be sought out and wisdom to understand where you can grow, where and also remember people around you are going to be so blessed. Your they family really is going to be blessed. Yes. Your friends are going to be blessed. Your totally. coworkers are going to be blessed. Yeah. Uh, the people that you you see on the daily, your barista is going to be blessed <laughs> when you are able to grow in this way. Because at the end of the day, I didn't want to be seen as icy, right? I didn't want to be seen. I am direct, but I'm like, okay, how can I take this gift of being direct? Because I do believe it's how God wired me. Yes. And let yep. it let it be coupled with gentleness and let it be a blessing to all I encounter. How can I do that? How can I live like that? So that's one way you can grow through your weaknesses is truly asking for help. I really love that. I was um, an athlete for most of my life. So in high Go school, on. uh-huh. In high school I played tons of sports and in college I was on the crew team, so I was a rower. I'm um, so sorry. Can we just pause? Uh-huh. How did I not know this? Uh-huh. I was. You know what? Those arms, I believe you. Hold on. <laughs> And then after that, I became a personal trainer for several years. And then, stop. yeah, I mean, with my first baby, I'm no longer, I'm not active anymore the way that I used to be. I'm in a walk around New York, but that's basically it. But prior to moving to New York City, I mean, I did CrossFit up until the day before my first baby was born. So like, I've always been athletic. And so what I've done is sort of take that strength that I have and apply that to um, the area of weaknesses and strengths in my own life. So for example, Mm. I love thriving under a coach. So when somebody is actually telling me how I can tweak and make my um, athletic experience better. I listen because I'm like, yes, if I if I tweaked this or I changed that, then I would be more effective and I would be able to be more proficient in the skill that I want to learn and grow in. And I think leadership is the same way. If we open ourselves up to feedback and open ourselves up to hear from others, and obviously Tiffany and I are not talking about people who critique you constantly, people who make you feel like you can never live up to their expectations or standards. That is not what we're talking about. We're talking about people who genuinely love you and just say, hey, if you just did this, one little thing over here, you'd be able to communicate. You'd be able to build a bridge. People would be able to listen to you. You'd be able to accomplish what you want to accomplish. You'd be able to gather the people that you want to gather if you just did a couple of tweaks. And so paying attention to weaknesses can often be like, hey, hearing from a coach. It's like, great. I needed to know that about myself and I want to change it. I trust you. I trust your leadership. I trust your voice in my life. I'm going to make that adjustment. I'm going to make that tweak instead of putting all of our self-worth and our value in what we feel like we can't do because that's not what weaknesses are about. It's like everybody has a weakness. There is no way around it. We always do. We have weaknesses, character flaws. We have issues. We have problems. We have pain. That is the human experience. But being able to hear from others, I really love what you shared. So for me, that that helps me here. It's like, oh, somebody's coaching me in this moment. I'm going to take that. Uh, so well said. Thank you for sharing that. Mm-hmm. And just remember, just as Ashley said, we all have weaknesses. And guess mm-hmm. what? There's grace for that. 
there's grace for that. Yes. And one of the things that um, my heart just wants to remind you right now is this, listener. Your weaknesses don't disqualify you. Come on. In any way, shape, or form from being the woman or man you were created to be. Exactly. You are built with gifts and strengths and abilities. And although we talked about weaknesses in the last 25 minutes, it is just such a reminder that when the good Lord built you, he knew that you would have both strengths and weaknesses. Yes. And he, and, and it builds such a dependence on him. It yes. really does, doesn't it? And it, yep. and it keeps us humble to ask for help. Yes. And it keeps us humble to realize that we're not perfect. Yes. But there's grace. There's grace for That's you. Right. There is grace for you in every day, in every season, in every year. Yes. And also that we weren't create that we were created to do stuff with other people. Like you don't have all the goods because you don't just need God, you also need others. You know? Yeah. So God creates us with these weaknesses so that we can have other people who step into our life with those strengths. And so it's it creates and cultivates community when we recognize what we're good at and what we're not good at, our strengths and weaknesses, so that we can all come together and it's one collective strength. And we dare you listeners, do this, do this. Go find someone who can help be that coach. Yes. Who can help, you know, if it's something in parenting that you are just struggling with and you're like, why does this keep happening? Yeah. Explain how you're handling it to to someone you trust, maybe a parent that you like how their kids turned out, you know, like, hey, (laughs) there's this. And perhaps there's there's a weakness in you that there's, you know, because you ain't going to change your kids. The kids are your kids, but you know what? Who you can fix is yourself. And so being able to parent your kid with knowing that you're operating from a place of peace, you're operating from a place of strength, but fully aware of your weakness is great. It's the best you can do, right? So if it's parenting or if it's work, leadership, you name it, perhaps there's someone in your world that you can go to and be like, I need your help. And you, because you aren't perfect in it. And, And it's pride when we can't ask that's for right. insight from another. It Bam. is pride. And that's yep. not, that's, you don't got room for that. You ain't got time for that no. in 2019. Mm-mm. No time. So we encourage you, humble yourself. And um, I would say even in the last few weeks, I have asked for insight from some trusted voices in my life. And I am better for it yeah. from everything from leadership to my golf swing. Honestly, I, I really have. <laughs> and And I'm better for it. And my golf swing still blows, by the way. <laughs> but... <laughs> Hey, well, I true didn't story. Know you golfed, so that's fun. oh, really? Yeah. Well, I don't have a choice. My husband is a is not a bad golfer, and when we were dating, actually, just dating, not engaged, he bought me golf clubs, golf bag, the gloves, my own, my, and I'm left-handed, so they're my own set of left-handed golf clubs and this most gorgeous white bag with champagne piping. I love it. It's great. Um, but I basically just like the driving range. I love to go hit some balls. That is so much fun. That is fun. Yeah, and he's I'm a great coach. I'm very proud of you. <gasps> we'll do that next time you're here. Okay. I'm not messing Yo, with you. I'll be with horrible, those arms, I'm, with I'm those crew it. arms, we can. <laughs> From 10 years ago, by the way. <laughs> you know what? I Maybe like more. It's been more than 10. <laughs> also, listeners, I've said this and if you're one of our early adapters, you would know this. But this girl is taller than me. Uh-huh. And when she walks, it's like a sprint for me to keep up with her. And it then she really tries to have is. a conversation with me while we're walking. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm not a Kenyan runner. Like, I cannot <laughs> focus on my breathing <laughs> while walking with you. I'm like going to miss the subway train. I walk slower when I'm with Tiffany. So I still don't even realize. That's disgusting. How fast Why would you I'm say walking? that? It's so true, though. I'm sorry. <laughs> you sicko. I'm like trying to keep up thinking I'm cool. Like, no, no. I've slowed I think, down for you. <laughs> you got to slow it down even more then because that is a shame. If that's you slowing down, you need to 
you need to slow it down. Girl, my hips are so close to the ground. I just <laughs> can't do it like that. Anyway. Well, we love having you pop in to listen to our episodes. We are here for you. You, If you would leave a review, you yes. can shout out on the Instagram. We will repost, share, yep. comment back. We love interacting with you. It is our joy yes, to is. hear from you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for joining us, and we will see you next week. Hey, listeners, it's Tiffany here. I wanted to let you know that today's episode was inspired by my upcoming book, She Dreams, available everywhere February 5th, but you don't have to wait till then. You can pre-order today at www.shedreamsbook.com. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Hey, listeners, remember to subscribe and comment. It helps others to find the show. To learn more about Tiffany's writing, speaking, or books, visit tiffanybloom.com. To learn more about Ashley's writing, speaking, or books, visit ashabercrombie.org. See you next week.